sometimes we have to come onto this podcast and just bear it all. Bear it all in relation to what our teams have done over the last week. And as we say, we ride the highs, the lows, and everything in between on this podcast. This week, <laughs> it's good. it's a lot of lows. <laughs> Welcome to episode 27 bottom of the table podcast hit the intro let's go let's talk uh, new york liberty fc cincinnati and the team that cannot win a game the pittsburgh pirates glenn jarman sports presents bottom of the table Thank you for joining us. You are listening to Bottom of the Table Podcast, the podcast where we jump on the bandwagon of last year's losing teams. Yes, the teams that came last place last year. Follow them all season long, ride their highs, lows, and everything in between. And boy, oh boy, is it a testing week this week. For Glenn Jarman Sports, I am the host. Thank you for listening. And Funny thing is, if you're paying attention in episode 26, human error is a funny thing. (laughs) Because in that episode, I said that New York Liberty had three games coming up this week. And you know what? I tuned in to watch the game against the Mercury this week, and there was no game. No, for some reason, the WNBA had a break for a week. So all the games that I said that the New York Liberty were going to play in episode 26 are actually going to be played this coming week. So sit back and you'll be able to hear my take again on the New York Liberty. <laughs> so we got the New York Liberty on a week's break. We had FC Cincinnati again on a week's break. Both teams are back in action this coming week, but the one team that we did have in action this week... <sighs> It's the Pittsburgh Pirates. Let's talk them. We gotta talk them. Let's let's do something a little different with them this week. Let's see how they did. Okay, so Pittsburgh Pirates. Positives. Key Brian Hayes is back. Captain Redbeard himself is back. They're the positives. <laughs> the negatives. Played six games this week. Lost all six. Yes, we didn't even sweep. The goddamn Marlins. The Marlins beat us. For the six games that we lost, we were outscored by nearly double. We scored 16 home runs. The opposition scored 30. Hot damn. The week also gave us plate gate. I don't know if that's a thing. I'm calling it plate gate. The home run that was disallowed because Key Brian Hayes didn't touch first base, so he was declared out. Now, as a non-baseball fan, I found that extremely disappointing because that's my guy. I like him. That's my team I'm following. Yay, Pirates. But I get it. Rules are rules. So, I mean, if he didn't touch first base and he was supposed to, and if you don't, you're out. I get it. So, I mean... Yeah, that was a bit of a downer, but Plategate, let's see if we can start that as a thing. I don't know if it is. Well, I just wanted to call it Plategate. But this year was a record for the Pirates. Played the Marlins, we lost that 3-1. Played the Dodgers three times, we lost 5-3 in the first game, 2-1 in the second game, 6-3 in the third game. 
couple of those games, rain delays. It's fun watching baseball when they have rain delays because everybody's on the edge of the seat going, are we going to start? Are we going to start? If we're going to start, how many innings can it be? It's interesting. As, again, as a non-baseball fan, uh, just soaking it all in in relation to this is my first year following baseball. It's an enjoyment to sort of sit down and watch to determine whether or not a game is going to be played or if it's going to be postponed. Why baseball was not played, like, I don't know, inside? Like American football? I don't know. But, I mean, if you had inside stadiums, then you wouldn't have the issue with the weather. But I don't know. It's, I guess it's America's pastime, and that's how it's been for 200, 300 years, so that's the way it's going to stay. But hey, it's just my two cents anyway. But it's interesting to see anyway the um, whole rigmarole in relation to if games are going to be played or not. Then we played two games against the Brewers. We lost them 7-4, 7-4. Yes, both days, both the same score. And yeah, pitching, absolutely terrible all week. Some of our pitchers have been, um, I'm going to say relegated. Um, that's what they use in the G League. Uh, sorry, in the NBA, you get relegated to the G League. Um, it looks like some of our pitchers have been relegated to AAA, which I'm guessing is our junior leagues. Uh, like the G League or the D League or whatever it's called now in the NBA. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how we get along. I guess that means more pitchers come along to Pirates. We're just like a swinging door for pitchers at the moment. So we are on a six-game losing streak. Yes, our record to date is 123 games, lost 40. We are still better than the Diamondbacks on the Oreos. I'm still surprised that we are not the worst team in the league. Because we have our ups and we get a couple of games up and then we seem to lose a whole heap and then we come back up to win a couple of the games and then we seem to lose a whole heap. So it seems to be our you know, our roller coaster we're on this year. So we'll see, hopefully we can turn it around this week. But it's gonna be a hard task. So let's see what we've got on the cards this week for all our teams. First up, FC Cincinnati. The three weeks of practicing comes to fruition. We got Colorado. They're fourth in the West. We're last in the East. <laughs> so, yeah, you guess in relation to how this game's going to go? It's probably going to go the way you think. But, fingers crossed, we're going. We hope FC Cincinnati have been practicing hard out that they've got this new awesome game plan and they're going to come out there and whip Colorado with us. But, Fingers crossed. We're hoping. We're going to hope for a win. New York Liberty in the WNBA. We got a game against the Mercury, and then we got the two rematches against the Aces. Now the Aces were our struggle team two weeks back, so I'm gonna. I'm interested in those two games to see how we've put a game plan together to battle uh, the superstar on the Aces. I'm hoping that we win all three games this week. So so far, I've got a win for FC Cincinnati. Three wins for New York Liberty. And now the Pittsburgh Pirates. So Pirates have got Brewers. Yeah, we're going to lose that probably. 7-4, I'm guessing. <laughs> It'd be a sign if it was. Then we got Nationals, Nationals, Nationals. And then we've got two games with the Indians before the next podcast drops. I'm hoping we've got six games on the dial. I'm hoping that we win three of them. Like... 
Can we just go 50% this week, pretty please? With sugar on top. Please, baseball gods, can you give us 50% a week? Let us celebrate. At least not be like on a 12-game losing streak. That would be, well, just be absolutely terrible. But I mean, hey, it is what it is. It's Pittsburgh baseball, baby. (laughs) Pittsburgh baseball. So that's the week coming up. We want three wins from the Liberty, one win from FC Cincinnati, and the Pirates to go 50%, give us three from six. That's the podcast this week, ladies and gentlemen, short and sweet and to that point. Yes, you can follow us on Twitters if you would like to get engaged with us. We seem to follow along with the games as they go along on Twitter, at Glenn Jarman, YouTube. We're on the YouTube, we're also on Spotify, Glenn Jarman Sports. On YouTube, we do the second podcast, which is the Wooden Spoon Podcast. It's the same concept as what we have here, but for Australasian sports where we follow the Brisbane Broncos and the Rugby League and the LA Crows and the AFL. Come give us a listen. From us to you, thank you again for listening. And as always, these teams, especially Pittsburgh, their fans are jumping off left, right and centre. Only the hardcores remain, because they came last last year. We're asking you for one season. Come. Jump on their bandwagon.